Welcome back to the Mammy Show. This is your host, Roy. Today we have Steve, the spiritual coach and speaker. Thank you, Steve, for getting into the show. Hey, Rob. Nice to be here. And hi, everyone. How are you all going? Awesome. So would you just like to give a quick intro about yourself, like how you got started with your uh, spiritual journey and your coaching, you know? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm um, so I guess I'll start at the end. I'm the author of this book, Finding You. You can get it on Amazon. Um, yeah. and you know, all those usual online um, bookstores. It's, it's a collection of my poems um, about delving into that shadow side um, of yourself. But I didn't start there. Um, you know, like all people, I have um, a past, I have history. Um, I started life as a high school teacher um, mm -hmm. and I've worked with kids for. Oh, probably close to 20 years. I was a, a faculty head, a deputy principal in the big high schools. Um, and I rolled, I got sick of that after, after, you know, so long, it kind of, you might be going, wow, after 20 years, it took me that long to get sick of it. <laughs> um, yeah. But I, I guess, you know, what, for me, what that was, was that something I thought, um, would sustain me for a long time it didn't like inside like I, I I'm, I'm a very good teacher right I can I've worked with groups of all ages you know an individual small groups big groups um you know from a stage in you know just in workshops and things so I'm, I'm very good at teaching but and I was very successful at it but that didn't equate to inside how I felt about myself mm -hmm. and so whilst I was um, teaching I started this journey of well why am I unhappy because I've really got no reasons on the outside to be unhappy yet um there was this i guess this disquiet or this discontent within me and i started looking looking at why that was the case and that began the journey into looking at what makes humans humans why are we like this you know why why do we have these emotional challenges you know because i from australia i'm from you know i'm not from a wealthy background we were lower middle class when I, that I grew up in, but you know we still are a wealthy country. Um, you know, and so why, when the external circumstances of my life were so good, why was I not feeling that inside? You know, mm. and that was the that was the start of the journey. Um, you know, it's like being peeling layers of an onion off as you go deeper and deeper and deeper. Um, you know, into self. And one of the things I I discovered on the journey is that. There is two sides to our, our, us as, you know, I'm talking psychologically. There's the, the side that we show the world, you know, hey, Rod, I'm Steve, I can talk really well. You know, I can entertain you and educate you, da, da, da. And then there's the other side of me, the shadow side, uh -huh. which hides all the things about myself that I don't want to show you. You know, gee, I was really nervous talking to you today. I'm, I have self-doubt about Am I going to do a good job for your people? Um, you know, I, I have my shames and my fears and, and all of those things. And, and what happens is, what I've discovered is that what we do is the stuff we don't want to look at, you know, the fact that we're jealous and we're petty and we're mean and we're all those things. We don't, because it feels uncomfortable, right? Mm -hmm. We shove that away and don't want to look at that part of ourselves. And when we do, it's kind of like we're, we're not accepting all of ourselves. So we can accept the nice, bright, shiny, hey, Rod, I'm Steve, how are you? Mm. But I can't accept that side of myself that says that, gee whiz, I'm, you know, I, I have some insecurities. I have some things about myself that I don't like. And what I found was that the less and less we accept that shadow side of ourselves, the more and more unhappy we become. 
And that just, the thing is, Rod, it it bubbled away for years under the surface, you know, and I couldn't figure out what was going on. Why did I not feel complete? Why did I not feel happy? Hmm. You know, even though externally things were great, you know, and I've got a lovely house, a beautiful wife, a beautiful family, yet here, I just, I wasn't feeling it at times. And like, why? Like it, how can, when everything's so good, mm-hmm. why the heck am I not feeling good? You know, I'm going to got back to how I related to myself and related to the world. And it was a, it's a really deep journey into the shadow. And um, there's a famous psychologist, Carl Jung. He says that until we accept that part of ourselves, the shadow, it forms an unconscious snag that thwarts our most well-meant intentions. In other words, it's kind of like a glass ceiling that stops us feeling great about ourselves more often than not. So, um, yeah, it's been a it's been a really interesting journey. And the other thing I discovered because when you when you look at things and you don't feel good about yourself, you feel very isolated and like you're the only one. Now, mm. there's a, another really clever author called Doctor, the late Doctor David Hawkins, and in one of his books called Letting Go. He said that, and I'll just read this quote here. He said, there's nothing unique about any of us when it comes to the way we symbolize our emotions. He says, everybody secretly harbors the fear they are dumb, ugly, unlovable, and a failure. <laughs> he said, so, so we're all like that, right? It's just that we turn up and we don't acknowledge that part of ourselves. Yeah. And I guess my message to, to everyone is to look inside in here and what are those parts of you that you don't want to show the world? And the more we can come to accept those parts of ourselves we don't want to show the world, the more peaceful and the happier we can become. Yeah. I mean, it's also like being healthy, you have to have strong boundaries, you know, letting only those people in which you think can be a cure to you or, a, you know, like which can be a thing for you. You know, like having strong boundaries and mm. restricting bad things, bad stuff, bad people, bad habits, you know. Yeah, uh, boundaries are really important, undoubtedly. I think, I think too, one of, the, one of the reasons many of us are unhappy, and I know for me in particular, mm-hmm. I, I have this, this one-sided fantasy that things are always going to be smooth or easy or happy. And so when they're not, I feel really um, disoriented and I feel unhappy because, gee, I'm expecting it to go this way, but this actually happens. You know, and that can be really confusing. When you look at it, though, you step back and you you look at nature, right? Nature isn't always happy. There's big storms, there's floods, there's droughts, there's famine, there's, you know, there's times when there's time to harvest, there's times when there's time to be, you know, in winter and, and not doing much. And so one of the things I've learned is that if we try and be happy all the time or we try and be positive all the time, we're actually fighting ourselves and fighting nature, you know, and the way to, to find peace in my belief is to understand that when we're going into something like business or a family or relationships, we're, we're going to get both sides of it, right? We're going to get the really good parts, mm. but like nature throws at us, we're going to get the not so good parts. And if we only focus on the good parts, yeah, this is what it's going to be like and ignore that this bad stuff is going to happen. We end up really disappointed, you know? So we've got to understand that 
um, there's a balance. You know, we we there's always the night and the day, the yin and the yang, right? There's always that balance in our lives. And if we don't accept that, we become unhappy because, oh, I'm not getting what I want. Yet that's, we were always going to get the negatives. Yes. And that's the real, like, the code as well. Like, uh, you are the one who you surround with, you know, like what society you have, what people you have around you and so on. That's real. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And, and I mean, it's also a choice, right? We have a yeah. choice to yeah. to surround ourselves with those people or we have a choice just to focus on the negative and pretend the bad stuff won't happen. And then when the bad stuff happens, we go, mm -hmm. oh, no, this is terrible. You know, well, no, it's just part of you let existence. In. You let in. You yeah. let them get to you. So, yeah, it is. Awesome. So uh, tell us something like setting, how setting ourselves for failure, like, you used to say about this, like, what does this mean? And I mean, failure is important for success, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Is that what mm -hmm. it is? Is that what it's going to? Yeah. You, you know, you, you can't, I mean, you live, a, if you, if you live a fantasy world, right. If you think you're never going to have problems, right. So, you know, I mean, failures and, and there's two, probably two parts to it. Expect, accept that there will be failures. Not, not everything is sunshine, right? There is nighttime as well in our world. You know, and the, the second thing I think about that is to, to not beat yourself up. You, know, you, you do not have to be perfect, right? You know, you, look, you go and look at nature, for instance. I've, I've got this beautiful shrub out the back of my place called a uh, Tibishina jasmine. It's got these beautiful purple flowers on it. And from a distance... It looks just, it's perfect. It's in bloom. It's just, it's just gorgeous. And I went and took some photos of the individual flowers and one had four petals. Another one had five petals. One had four petals, but one was all curled up and, and brown and dying. And, and like I was looking around and my goodness, this beautiful shrub, it was imperfect. And, and that's one of the key things, right? Nature is imperfect. And if we don't accept that we're going to have ups and downs and failures in our life, again, we're fighting nature, right? Nature has this imperfection in it. And us humans, we also have our imperfections. You know, and we, if we accept that we are going, we are imperfect and we're going to have our failures, right? Then we, are, we can find more peace in this world mm. because we understand that we're part of nature and nature cycles and it's imperfect and impermanent. And who are we to think we can go through life permanent and you know, perfect? You know, like it just doesn't happen. So, yeah, stop beating yourself up about failure. It's going to happen. And like you said, that's where um, that's where we often get our greatest learnings too. And I think it is important, you know, like without failures, you cannot grow. No one can grow. Without yeah. failures, no one can grow. Without failures, no one can have the best, what they dream for, I guess, or maybe the goal for. Yeah. It applies to me. It applies to you. It applies to everyone. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. That that is so so very true. It it's that it's that stretch and struggle, right? And it's, it's like being in the gym, right? If you go to the gym, right, the only way you can get muscly is to stretch through and get yeah. all sore. You know, yeah. if if you if you just go through and lifting a single bar, that doesn't do a lot. You know, oh, this is easy. This is this is cool. I can do it. But it's that. Stretch. Oh, I couldn't do it. And then you come back the next day and you can do six and not one. You know, it's um, 
that's that's the struggle of life. That's the the, the part of being here that makes it so tough often, right? Because we it can we can and oh, here's another thing too, right? We can get um we can get down by our failures, you know, as in oh gee that that project didn't go very well. Oh, maybe I should go and find something else to do. I'm not very good at this. Blah, blah. you know, we can talk up a whole lot of stuff. And and what I always tell people um, when I'm working with them is that words are spells. Now, I'm not talking about witchcraft, but the words we think the words we say actually impact our life. Mm. So we've got to be really mindful and really conscious of what, what spells, what words are we putting out into the, you know, into the energetic field out there? Because, you know, it's, 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 we, we are powerful creators. And if we're creating, oh, this is really bad. This is terrible mm. kind of thing. We're spelling that into our life, right? Where because we we can we create in every second of every day. So I'd, I'd encourage people to examine their thoughts and the words that they're saying. It's really really important. Yeah. So, yeah. One more thing, like uh, like how to overcome challenges. You know, like everyone face challenges. You, I, we all. So, what's the best way you think, like? Being as a spiritual coach, you can say someone like, you can do this to get this thing done. Yeah. So often, often when we have blocks in our life, it comes from a learned pattern in our life that's unconscious. You know, we, we can get really busy in our life and we just go on autopilot. You know, I've got bills to pay. I've got to do this. I've got to get to here. I've got to get to that meeting. I've got to do that. Da, 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 da. And all of a sudden we get to the end of the day and it's just like, oh, go to bed, you know, fall asleep, get up the next day and do it all again. And so life can be very unconscious for us, you know, in the busyness of wanting to achieve. And I always say that there are three things to any change that you want in your life. Number one, that's a three-step process. Number one is awareness. So are you aware of your patterns, the, the words you're thinking, the words you're saying, what, how you're structuring your day? Are you aware of those patterns? Because unless you are aware of something, you can't change it. So that's the first thing. Where is, where is the pain in your life? And become aware of what are the things you want to, want, to, want to change. So that's the first thing. Now, the second thing is in the moment. Hmm. Because you're aware of it in the moment, recognize when that happens. So if you have a, a negative loop, right? Your, your things aren't working out well in your life and because you've got a negative loop going around, this is really hard, I don't like this, etc. If you're aware of you want to change that thought pattern, then the next time you say, you go, oops, there I am, I go again, thinking negative. So awareness is the first step. Two is in the moment to stop yourself and, and acknowledge that that's happening. And then the third thing I always say is that, um, you know, in um, car mode, is, you know, we've either got an automatic car or we have a manual car where you have to change gears all the time. Often we're on autopilot or automatic, yet stop and pause and go manual and change the gear. In other words, so if I'm thinking negative all the time and I'm getting really poor results, I'm aware I'm doing that. That's the first step. In the moment, oh, there I go again, thinking negative things. And then if I go manual, how can I change that? All right, so instead of saying my life sucks, you know, I've got some challenges now, or even, um, you know, my life is imperfect with nature. Hmm. As soon as you change that thought, it's a three-step process, awareness in the moment, and then specific change. And when, when you can do that, you know, you often break the pattern and then the spell changes. 
the word changes. And that can that can be a really big um, a really big shift in people's lives. Those three those three processes: awareness in the moment, and then go manual. Got it. How you would like to explain the creative process of creating things in the world? I mean, like, mm. do you think a person can be creative twenty four by seven? I think no. A person can be creative twelve hours a day? No, hell no. I mean, there is a productiveness in creating things or being creative. You know. Anything in creative. So most of the successful writers I've studied, they they say that they can only work in their, you know, their really good creative thing for three to four hours today, three to four hours a day. Yes. Um, you know, that's that, that that's that's it. Then they're tapped out. And the more you go past that, that's when you get tired and burnt out, right? So it's about, I think it's about um, understanding how you work as well. You know, you see a lot of people online, oh, you've got to get up at 4 a.m. and go and do your meditation and get to the gym and da, 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 you know, do all of that stuff. Well, that's great, that, but that may work for you. But, but what I if think, I'm more of a, more of a night think, person, right? Yeah, but I think like these things, see, I mean like creative thing, going to the gym is not creative. No, Having, well, it, it can be right if it's a if it's a mindless task yes. that opens up your channel. So it can be, but mm. I guess what I, what I was getting at is that find out what works for you, yeah. because human beings are so very different, right? If you just follow what that guy says, get up at four a.m. and go to the gym and and do your meditation. You know that's the way to success. Well, it might be the way to success for you, but what if my inspiration comes in the evening or the afternoon? So it's it's yeah. about. It's about working out what works for you and when those times are and, and also being open to the fact that that can change, right? That can change in for, for everyone. So, it's, again, it gets back to self, right? It gets back to knowing yourself and not relying on someone else to tell you what to do. And, and the, the key thing for me in any, um, in any creative process is that, um, that ability to just be, right? Just to sit there in silence and just just think, yes. just let ideas just let ideas come to you. For me, it's being near water. Even taking a shower can be a really good thing. To I don't know why water flow. Maybe it's that, but even just going it and happens. taking a shower. Well, for hmm. me too. I mean, like maybe drinking a lot of water, having a shower. I still know, like like there are so many good ideas I do have, and I which I have implemented has already been happening I'm taking a shower only even yeah. though even though the program which we guys are about to launch something as Marvin with small business success program I was just taking a shower you know like still remember like two weeks back and then it just hit me up and then yeah man we can do the same thing for the small businesses mm. it's yeah. it's fascinating how in those times you're not trying mm. that's when the idea comes taking a walk taking a shower, laying on the grass, having a drive, the sky. Yeah. Yeah. Go drive, and drive, yeah. Anything. Huh. yeah. 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 You know, so there's not a, um, uh, to me, there's not a one size fits all do this and then you can be creative. It's about knowing you and being, uh, being open to what that channel of the, allowing the creativity to come. You know, that to me is the key. And I think it pays off, you know, mm. And every single word or every single thing 
comes with the creative process, it pays off. Because yes, it, it, yeah, if you allow, yeah. Because it seems different from the other things then. Yes. Yeah, you know, you still have to do your office work and your admin work and pay your bills and those sorts of things. That is not creative, right? That uses okay. the the left side of the brain. The creativity is the right side of your brain. Like the and Harry so, yeah. Potter, Harry Potter fantasy thing has is the only one, and there's nothing like that in this world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah true. You know, it's even even right when I I'm teaching people about writing. I even even say, you know, do your first draft first because that's the creative right-hand side of the brain. When you edit, do that later because that, that's the left side of the brain, more analytical process. So even understand what it is that you're trying to do and create and how that, how that whole process works. Hmm. Cool. So tell us something a little more about like the shadow self and how it runs our life and, you know, like what causes blockages us not reaching our potential, you know, you said this earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it's, there's, um, there's an, another, another quote from Carl Jung, the psychologist, he said, until you make the unconscious conscious, mm -hmm. it will direct your life and you will call it fate. Oh, man, you know, I'm in such a bad place. This is my lot in life. You know, well, no. What is it about that's in here or even in here that mm. you haven't looked at? You know, what, what are the things that are causing you to not move forward? And there's another, another beautiful quote is um, where your fears are, there is your task. Mm. You know, it's a, it's a really good thing. So you might, well, how do, I, you know, how do I know what my blockages are? What are you afraid of? Is it public speaking? Is it finances? You know, is it um, being intimate in a relationship? Um, is it sharing? Like where, where do you feel that fear? Because when you feel that fear, that's the universe, your, your, your being, your higher self, whatever it is, telling you that, that that's where you've got, you've got a, a, an unconscious snag there. You've got something that you haven't looked at in your life. And so where your fears are, that is your task. Fears, or you can see challenges as well. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Any best advice do you have for anyone? Or maybe a few tips for anyone who wants to be more spiritual, even for me as well. I'm not that much. Maybe I have to get my bunch of time to get being more spiritual. <laughs> <laughs> and well. I have to. And so, yeah, just tell a few tips, like best tips, you know? Yeah, um, well, just to, uh, I think you're more spiritual than you know, right? Um, you, you, you know, in the couple of times, the couple of times we've had conversations, um, yeah. I think you're a more spiritual being than you, you know, than you give yourself credit for. That's the first thing. Um, look, the, the, the key thing to me is, it's just, it's awareness, right? Awareness of how you relate to the world. Because you've got, you've got two choices, right? If you want to be more spiritual and then look deeper into yourself, choice number one is to go through life unconsciously and do exactly the same things that you have always done. You know, get up, go to work, create something, da, 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 come home, go to bed, get up the next day, da, 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 then you know, I might go on one holiday a year, right? That's yeah. how a lot of people live their lives. Um, yes. and, and so you've got a choice to keep doing that 
or you've got a choice to be more aware what parts of your life are not working, that you do have fears in, that make you very uncomfortable. Those things are the actual red flags or the signposts of where to start looking. Mm -hmm. So the more you are aware of self, the more then you get a chance to actually go and look at and go into a manual process of, oh, okay, I'm feeling this, you know, so this fear there, for instance, I'm feeling this um, in the moment, instead of just blundering through it like I would, I look at it, I acknowledge it, how can I change it? Okay, so that that process is really, really important of, of being aware. It's that, that, that it always starts with awareness, right? And the other thing too, is there, um, gee, is there some aches and pains in your body? The body's a really good, um, a really good indication of where things aren't in our life, aren't right in our life. You know, so awareness of aches and pains in the body um, is, a, is a good one. You know, do you get a lot of headaches, for instance? You know, do you have shoulder pain? Well, there's your body is telling you something. So again, back to awareness. When you've got awareness, then you can start to look. That's the big, that's the key thing, right? And like I said, until you can make the conscious conscious, it directs your life. And you call it fate. Well, no, go back and look at what words are you saying to yourself? Because we are, in every second of every day, we are the creators of our own reality. Yeah. We are the creators of our own reality by what we think, what we say, how we say it. Again, awareness. Awareness of yourself and how you how you act in this world that we live in. Because this world isn't easy. <laughs> Let's face it, all, all these different personalities and, and even just survival in this world of paying our bills and you know doing business and all of those things. Whoever said it was easy, they're wrong. It's not, you know. And so we have to be aware of ourselves as best we can to navigate our way through mm -hmm. that because we need to understand that this isn't easy. And um <laughs> no, it's and, never been easy. No. If no. it is easy, if it is easy, I think it's easy for the silver spoon or the gold spoon people, you know. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, <laughs> I'll just someone said to me the other day, well, you know, imagine being Elon Musk, you know, all that money to be able to, yeah. to do that. Oh, that'd be fantastic. But you know, everything has a balance. You know, you imagine the responsibility he's now got. All those meetings with all the lawyers and the accountants and you yeah. know, all of that stuff, you know, like nothing is ever really as good or really as bad as it first seems. You know, there is always a balance there. Sure, he's got all the cars and the money and all those things. But gee whiz, he also has some big responsibilities and some challenges, you know, like we yes. all do. So yeah. so there's always the, the light and the dark, the yin and the yang, right? That's the key thing to accept that. And it's real. Like people always see the success, not the failures. That's how it comes to this as well. Yeah. Oh, totally. And And... People always and see social media. People always yeah, see yeah. big money, big money, big following on the news and so on, but they does not see like what the person has gone through. And I think yeah. being as an entrepreneur, that's what the person deserves because in the entrepreneurship, it's like a lot. Mm. Not, yeah. not, it's a yeah. lot. Yeah, totally. And, and you know, social media has been really challenging for people because it it's what they think about other people based on the snapshots they see on social media. Like you said, they don't see the other side. They just see the, the nice car, the sitting on the beach, whatever it is. And that's not the reality. You know, the, 
the beach holiday where you're sipping margaritas, that's a small part of anyone's life. They're not doing that all the time. You can't do that all the time. Hmm. Yet you see that and in your moment of pain, you go, oh, I really want that. Gosh, I wish I was like that. But hey, by the time that photo has been posted, they're probably back at work slogging away like everyone else, you know, like it's, it's so social media has been a challenge, I think, for, for humanity. Awesome. Well, Steve, thank you so much for getting into the show and having this lovely talk with me regarding the creative process and we all check and get to know the potential. So yeah, thank you so much for having on. Thanks, Roald. If anyone wants to reach out, you go to stevevincentonline.com. Um, you can download a poem there and, and reach me um, via email and um, stevevincent underscore underscore on Instagram. So, yeah. We will put everything on the description. So please have it. Awesome. Yeah, cool. Thank you. Thanks, Roald.